about what's first in Psalm 119. Last week, we reviewed some of the basics of this psalm, and today is a look at the first stanza of eight verses. Remember, all the verses in the first strophe begin with the Hebrew letter alf, or letter A. Verse 1. Blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep the testimonies and seek him with their heart. They do not do iniquity. They walk in his ways. You have ordained your precepts that we should keep them diligently. Oh, that my ways were committed to keeping your statutes. Then I would not be ashamed when I consider all your commandments. I will praise you with an upright heart when I learn your righteous judgments. I will keep your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. Note the design of the Hebrew literature is where it says one thing, and then it says the same thing in a different way so as to confirm the original thought. Consider verses 3 and 4, where if you walk in his ways, you will not be associated with iniquity, to which the responder is then says we should diligently keep God's statutes, an affirmation by the responder. Generally, we think of laws as legislated, such as the local, state, federal, tax, environmental, and hundreds of others. In fact, nine of the Ten Commandments are of like nature, being restrictive or prohibitive. The law of God encompasses so much more than the Ten Commandments. Generally, the reference is to the whole of God's stated ways, statutes, and revelations, which the Hebrews would refer to as Torah. So as we navigate this psalm, It is commending to us to know and live by the whole of God's revelation. The very first verse, God promises to pour out a blessing if one chooses to live by his word. They will have his presence. Luke 24, 50. And he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. Blessing is used in the Bible has the meaning that a blessing is a divine gift. The blessing of God is conditional, and it seems to me requires at least two things. First, that we believe in love, obey, and look to Jesus for all things. And secondly, we remove everything out of our life that is not of God. Ephesians four twenty-two through 24 to put off our former way of life, your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. The point about living by these words is made even stronger by verses three and four of this stanza. Let me suggest that most, if not all, Discomfort in our lives as believers is caused by sin. Provide your own definition of sin, but here I'll use Romans fourteen twenty three, which says, "And anything that does not come from faith is sin." 
God tells us that we need to walk in his ways diligently. Verse 4, in laying down precepts, the Lord is giving the people detailed instructions. The psalmist is asking for the constant flow of grace needed to do his will and remain steadfast in all circumstances. This is a most important request because we cannot remain faithful to the God, God's law without sustaining power and the Holy Spirit's work in our hearts. The, commandments, the commands of verse 6 refer to regulations that have to do with God's authority. Note the area of concern is all your commands. To write such compelling words of commitment to God's way, he must indeed be a godly man. Yet, apparently, he is not the totally blessed, at-peace person like he is writing about. He certainly wants to be. But look at verse 5. Oh, that my ways were steadfast in obeying your decrees. Clearly, a godly person, but acutely aware of his current state of ungodliness. It seems to me to be very much like Paul in Romans 7, 18 through 23, which says, I know that nothing good lives in me, that is, in my flesh, for I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do. Instead, I keep on doing the evil I do not want to do. And if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin living in me that does it. So this is the principle I have discovered. When I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. But I see another law at work in my body, warring against the law of my mind and holding me captive to the law of sin that is with me. It is so critical in our spiritual growth to honestly admit the problem of incompleteness like the psalmist has here. But more importantly, it is most important to review the determination expressed in verse 8. I will obey your decrees. Do not forsake me. I will close with uh, Timothy, 2 Timothy 2.15. Make every effort to present yourself approved to God, an unashamed workman who accurately handles the word of truth. Have a very good day.